Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> this morning I have a short, just a short, not even, well, I'm going to call it a short tidbit of information. <laughs> or let's just say a tidbit of revelation. You know, um, we're always talking about, uh, lately within the past, I want to say maybe 10 years or so back, we've, uh, we've heard so much about grace, 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 God's grace. And I thank God so much for his grace because as though the scripture says, you know what I'm saying? It says without the grace of God, that would be me. You know, we can only boast in God's grace. We can, we can never boast in something that we have done. We can only boast in God's grace and God's mercy, you know, but I think we only went to one side of the grace coin and there's two sides. And I, and I often hear people, you know, people do things and it's like, and they're, they're, they're back. Their backup is that when you, when you, it, it, you know, when you confront people, you know what I'm saying? Or when people get convicted about something that they've done, that is most of the time that it's wrong. Um, cause that's usually where the conviction comes in. We don't usually get convicted if we do something good. Okay. So when people get convicted about something that they've done, that is wrong, a sin in their life, a transgression, um, <clears throat> a weight, something that they need to lay aside, you know, well, the first thing people say is, uh, you know, well, I'm not worrying about it because God's grace has me covered. God's grace, God's grace, God's grace. The scripture says God's grace is sufficient and believe me, it is sufficient. It is very much sufficient. You know, but what I, what I like to, what I think about and what I, what I believe that, <clears throat> excuse me, the Holy Spirit was showing me where grace is concerned. You know, we love to call upon grace after we've sinned and thank God for the power of grace to restore us. You know, cause sometimes we have, sometimes we just have to be restored. Sometimes we've done something and it, it is, it, it doesn't take us out of the hand of God, but it has shifted our, our, our perception and it has shifted our, our mode. You know, it is, it has shifted us to another level, you know? Um, and we, we, we love to say, you know, the grace of God. I'm just, I'm just, it's just God's grace. God's grace has got me. God's great. And that's wonderful because it does, but this is what I want to say. You know what? I think we have to learn this side of it, that the same grace, all right, the same grace, the same, the very same grace that is there for you once you have fallen, once you have sinned, once you have transgressed, once you have gotten away from God, even though you, God will never get away from you. God said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. He didn't say you wouldn't leave him. Okay, but the same grace that catches you, that you believe catches you when you have fallen away. Because again, we love to say, we love to dote on the grace of God after we've sinned. But I want to say this, that same grace, that same grace, that very same powerful grace that is, that is big enough to catch you after you fall, that same powerful grace was there before you fail. It's, it's the same grace and it has the same power. It has the same keeping power. That same grace can keep you from sinning. That same grace can keep you from falling. That same grace can keep you from, 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 from sinning or, or, or transgressions, whatever you want to call it. Cause it's the same grace. 
It didn't change. There's not one. There's not a, there's not a, there's not a grace for after and a grace before it's the same grace, you know, and that grace is powerful enough to restore you after you've fallen. So it has to be powerful enough to keep you before you fall. And I think if we would turn to grace before we fall, we could save a lot of fallings. Now that might not make a lot of sense, but I'm thinking, think about, think about what I'm saying. It's grace. You know, so, and, and you know, we don't just, we don't just, we don't usually, we generally as humans, we don't just wake up and sin. You know, um, usually we are enticed by something. The Bible says usually it's our own greed and our own lust and our own, you know, um, desire for things that we don't need, you know, or don't, uh, uh, that's wrong, you know? So we don't just automatically, most time we don't just wake up and sin. You, you see what I'm saying? So, we, 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 is sinning is uh, to me, I think it's a step by step by step by step thing. You know what I'm saying? And so I think we should understand that in the midst of us walking out those steps, there's grace. There's grace. There's grace. Call upon grace. If we would learn to call upon grace before we sin, it can keep us out of a lot of stuff because the same powerful grace, that same powerful grace that you are doting on. To restore you and thank God for restoration. Thank God for that restoring grace. Thank God for God's restoring power. But I'm telling you, there's a grace that precedes my sin. There's a grace that's already there when I'm on step one. That grace is already there when I'm on step two. You know, that grace is already there when I'm being led astray. You know, so if we would throw ourselves upon the grace of God prior, then we could avoid a lot of stuff after. You know, because again, yo, grace is the power to keep you from sinning. The same grace, it has the power to keep you from falling away. Grace, because you got to remember, he said, my grace is sufficient. But we have to understand that grace is just not sufficient enough. To pick me up when I'm down. That grace is not sufficient enough to just meet my needs. That grace is not sufficient enough to just keep me. That grace is power. That grace is power. The grace of God is power. That grace of God is powerful. Powerful enough to keep me before I mess up. So let's just, let's just go back and let's just look at it. And let's just understand, yo, before we, let's just... Let's use grace for what is what is used for. Let's just, you know what I'm saying? God's kindness. We, we, you know what I'm saying? Because we, we, we have to be careful. Let me, let me just say this because I'm getting excited. We have to be careful with the body of Christ. We have to be careful, period, that we don't take the word of God and make it such a cliche. We make it such a cliche that it has no power. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I have to, we, you know... <clears throat> You know, you have to be careful because the word of God is so powerful, but man is so common. You know, we, we like common stuff. We like, we like common everyday stuff sometimes, you know, so we like to make everything into a cliche. You know, we took, we, you got to be careful because God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Okay. So we took that and we just, and, and, and don't get me wrong. That is a powerful statement because God is good and he is good all the time. But I think that we have to be careful 
that we don't just use it to 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 put to use as a logo on our on our on our hats and as a logo on our on our on our shoes and as a logo on our t-shirts you know what i'm saying because then it only be- it becomes just that a logo it becomes a logo so we have to understand that you know what i'm saying we cannot allow the word of god the bible says the word of god is powerful it says it's a two-edged sword. It cuts going and coming. It said, the Bible says it cuts down to the marrow of the bone. Y'all, that's power. That's powerful. But you know what? You can take a powerful thing. And if it's not functioning the way that it's supposed to function, it loses its power. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. The word of God, it doesn't lose power. It just loses power in your life. You know, come on, think about, think about the word. The Bible says the, 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 the traditions of man has made the word of God of no effect. Oh, wait a minute. How, do, how does that happen? As powerful as the word of God is, the tradition of man is more powerful. It has made the word of God of no effect. That's like something that's like, that's like you having the word of God, you know, in your life, but then something stronger comes along and boots it out. The tradition of man has made the word of God of no effect. Where? In your life. Not just, not just because you can't make the word of God of no effect, but you can not have the power that it needs in, that you need in your life because of the traditions. So we have to be careful that we don't take the word of God and just see it as a cliche and just use it as something to say. You know what I'm saying? We got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? We just, you, oh Lordy. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. You know, you, 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 you know, we take, we take, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Blessed, highly favored. Blessed. It doesn't have any meaning to it. See, because you have to know that you are blessed and highly favored. See, sometimes we got to be careful because we just mimic stuff. We just mimic stuff. You know, we mimic it. I'm blessed and highly favored. Why? Tell me how you're blessed and highly favored. Well, I'm blessed and highly favored. You know what I'm saying? See, you have to know that you are blessed and highly favored. Yeah, you, you, but we have to know, you have to, see, you have to know that God is good. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you have to remember, go back again to the story in the Bible. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Where the, 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 oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let me think. Let me get there though. But it says where, where he says, where these people were trying to cast out, these men were trying to cast out a devil. And they were like, well, we adjure you uh, in the name of the God that Paul serves. Not good enough. Not good enough. Because right then they know you don't know. They know that you don't know. See, you have to know that you know that you know that it's my, it, my life depends on the fact that God is good to me. See, my life, my family depends on the fact that I know that God is good to me. My, my, you know what I'm saying? My finances depend on the fact that I know on the truth that, go back to the word. The Bible says the truth that you know shall make you free. Not the truth that you've heard, not the truth that you've heard somebody else say, but the truth that has come alive in your life. The truth that you know shall make you free. See, and that's what we have to understand. We got to just go. I'm going back to grace and I'm going to end this. Okay. But it's like, um, grace, my grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. See, you got to be careful because we're just saying that. You know, we're going, we, 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 and, and <clears throat> we've hit a snag, so now God's grace is sufficient. We've hit a bump in the road, oh, now God's grace is sufficient. 
Though God's grace has always been sufficient. His grace was sufficient before you fail. His grace was sufficient before you sin. The same powerful grace was there prior to whatever you did. See, but we have to make the word of God. We have to allow the word of God to be prevalent in our life. We have to allow the word of God to be the word of God. We cannot, we, we, we can't weaken, we can't, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use this word. We can't cheapen the word of God because when you need it, it won't work for you. And I, I don't, I know that might not sound right. It may not, I don't care what it sounds right. It may not sound good, but it's right. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter how it sounds. It's right. You know, because see, those people were trying to use a word that they didn't know. They were trying to use a word that they had not gotten revelation about. See, the, I always, I used to, this was one of my sayings that I, I, I got back in the day. <clears throat> I said, it says a revelation will bring a revolution. You see what I'm saying? A re- Let me say it again. A revelation. If you ever get a revelation of a scripture, it will bring a revolution in your life. See, but we're trying to bring about a revolution on just something that we've heard and that doesn't work. See, it has to be a revelation. It has to have hit home with you. It has to has hit your spirit. It has to has it, it, it has to has hit your mind, bypass your mind, went to your heart, bypass your heart. And now it is in your soul. See, so then it brings about a revolution. You know, so when we understand, see, people are trying to use grace. See, when we understand, when we get a revelation of the grace of God, see, we think grace is just, it's just, it's just, it's just, oh, God is good. God is good. Oh my God. God is not good. God is, God is great. God is awesome. God is phenomenal. God is, he is, if there's, I don't know if there's any word, you know what I'm saying? God is, he's magnificent. He's, he's, he's all that. You know what I'm saying? God is all that. You know how they used to say he's all that in the bag of chips. You know what I'm saying? But God is all that. And more. He's a, he's a wonderful counselor. He's a prince of peace. He's a mighty God. He's king of kings. He's Lord of lords. He's, he's everything wrapped up in one. God is grace. He is grace. God doesn't just have grace. God is grace. Anything good God is. God is love. Yeah, he's all that. God is love. It's all, it's all wrapped up in that. So, I, and I say that and I'm going to end this. But you know what? Understand what grace is. Understand that there's two sides to the grace coin. There's one side that'll pick you up when you're down. But there's also another side that'll keep you from going down. That's the powerful grace. That's the power of grace. There's a power of grace to restore you when you have fallen. But there is a powerful grace to keep you from falling. And if I think we're going to have to let, no, I don't think we're going to have to learn to lean on grace prior to, because we're all going to be tempted. The Bible, the Bible lets us know we're going to be tempted. We're going to be tempted to sin. The enemy is going to come to try to tempt us all to do. We're human. You know, we're, we're, we're his, we're, we're, you know what? We're God's children and he knows that. And God loves us immeasurably. He, he just, you know what I'm saying? It, God loves us so much. So the enemy, it, it, what does he do? He goes after God's children. 
You know, he tries to tempt us and lead us astray and, you know, and cause us to fall and cause us to sin and cause us to do all sorts of wrong things. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because the children, because the children represent the father. You know what I'm saying? The children represent the father. You know, sometimes my daughter is like, I'm going to say this about her. She's today's her birthday. She's, she's 32 years old today, but she is like, she is so different than her mama. You know, and sometimes she'll do things and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, you know, why'd you do that? Oh, Lord, please don't do that. Why? Because she represents me. You know, she's the, she's she's outgoing. She's outspoken. She 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 doesn't have a um, I, I almost feel like she don't have any limitations. You know what I'm saying? She just whatever. You know, and so I'm like, why are you doing that? Why are you wearing that? Why are you doing so, you know, because why? Because she represents me, you know, and I love her no matter what she does. I love her unconditionally, you know what I'm saying? But I do ask, why are you wearing that? You know, but anyway, so, <laughs> but I love her. And so, you know, so God is the same way. God loves us so much. And the, and the enemy knows that. So he comes after us, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, but, but I love it because that's okay because we're equipped to handle that because the Bible says when the, when the, when the enemy comes in like a flood, no, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. So that's okay that he comes in, that he comes because it just stirs God up. You know, it just stirs up the grace of God. It stirs up the power of God when he comes because he will come. But what I want us to start doing is that when we hear him coming, you know, when we sense him coming, when we feel him coming, when we see him coming, you know, we want to, we want to, we want to start to rely on. That grace, don't wait, don't wait, don't wait, don't wait on the grace. Don't wait, on, don't wait on the situation to get out of hand. Don't wait. See, because you, you, you understand, because, because there's always a preceding. There's always, we know when we're going the wrong road. We know when we're being enticed. We know when we're being tempted to go the wrong way. So when you first feel that temptation, God, I thank you for grace. I thank you, God, that your grace, Father, that it is here. I thank you, Lord, that I am throwing, I'm throwing myself on the mercy of grace. I'm throwing myself on the mercy of your court, God. I'm throwing myself on grace. And you pick up that grace. Pick up, push the grace button. Pick up, the, pick up grace and let God keep you from falling. Let, and I, we're not going to be kept from everything. I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? But let God, let the, let the powerful grace of God undergird you. Let it undergird you. And that grace will keep you. And it'll keep you. Now, there's sometimes we're going to go, <clears throat> we're going to fall headlong into stuff. And that's okay. Because the, the grace is on the other side. Some things we're not going to avoid. Some things are going to simply happen. But that's okay. Because grace is on the other side. But it's also on this side. So let's begin to look at grace prior to the fall. And then we can avoid some of the falls. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for grace. I thank you for mercy. Lord, I thank you that you love us no matter what. And I thank you, Father God, that the Bible says God's grace is sufficient. Lord, I thank you that we believe the word today. I thank you that we are standing on the word today, God. Lord, your grace is sufficient. Today, God, I'm leaning heavily on your grace. I'm leaning heavily on your grace because we do have flesh. 
that wants to do things that we shouldn't do. Lord, but thank you for grace today. I believe that your grace is sufficient. I believe that your grace is keeping me. And Lord, even if I get on the other side, I believe God that your grace will restore me. Lord, I thank you today. I bless you today. I honor you today for your goodness and your mercy and your love toward me, God. And I thank you, God, that you will never leave me and you will never, ever, ever forsake me. I thank you, God, that I am always under your watchful eye. I thank you, God, that you're always looking. You're always checking. You're always protecting God. And I thank you, God, that even when I am faithless, sometimes my faith is weak. Sometimes I, I can't find my way. Sometimes I'm, I'm going in the wrong direction. But I thank you, God, that you are always faithful. Lord, I thank you today. And I love you, God, with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my mind, God. And Lord, I'm just asking you to help me to stay connected to you, God. When I want to go astray, when I want to, when I want to do things that I know I shouldn't do, God, I'm asking you to help me. I'm asking you to nudge me. Lord, you're, you're my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm asking you to nudge me, God, back onto the right track. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, I thank you today. Amen and amen. All right. Y'all have a great day. Thank y'all for listening. Oh, and don't just listen, y'all. Let's just, let's not, let's just not hear. Let's obey the word of God. Let's get into the word of God. And this is for me. This is for me. Let's get into the word of God and let's just, let's seek it out. Let's see what God has to say so that we don't get entangled up in stuff that we don't want to be entangled up in. God can always set us free, but you know what? I feel like for me, better than being set free, better, better than having to be going to be set free. I just want to just live free. Lord, I thank you today in Jesus name. Amen and amen.